Welcome to The Muslim Viewpoint, a new podcast series powered by American Muslim Today, a groundbreaking nonprofit digital newspaper which champions civic engagement. AMT informs and empowers the diverse voices of almost 30 million Muslims here in the U.S. and other Western countries. I'm your producer and host, Maya Gaylor, and today we have an interview with Pakistani artist Sumreen Ali about the meaning behind showcasing her art at an exhibit for the first time. Ali depicts her father's journey to America in a series of abstract paintings. As a career architect, she explains her passion for art. Commissions for quite some time, but this is my first um, gallery exhibition um, in a gallery. The collection is called My Father's Journey, and my father is, um, he recently passed in 2020. And I wanted to just capture the beginning. It's just an introduction to his journey, to his life's journey. Um, it basically starts in 1944 when he was born um, in British Raj. It starts in Delhi. And it starts where um, before the partition happened in Delhi. And uh, instead of trying to, ca- like the first painting basically captures like that movement and the first painting is supposed to capture that migration and then the birth of a new nation. And they were Muslim and they were, they chose Pakistan. They chose to go to Pakistan. I know a lot of Muslims did not choose to go to Pakistan, but my grandfather had chosen to go to Pakistan and um, he was three uh, when, you know, he migrated with the 10 million people. It's the largest migration still to the state um, to go. And they were in a train and they moved over to Karachi, Pakistan. And so the first painting, um, people always show the partition as like this dark time or like this bloody time. And it was bloody, but um, the first painting shows it a little more light, a little more it's stratified. And so that first painting is reflecting that movement towards Karachi. And then Karachi is reflected in the second painting, uh, which is showing 1968, uh, where he basically went to school, uh, did his master's. Um, it's the urban center of the country. Uh, Karachi, Pakistan is the urban center. Um, and that's where he basically established you know his personality and it's got the water and the ocean and it's the financial district and it's called the city of lights and it's you know the paris of the subcontinent and then the third piece goes into where he migrated to canada and that's where the immigration piece of and i mean it's immigration throughout like the whole collection is immigration and we all are migrants of the world like if you think about it um you know my grandparents even before that, like we're Sayyid. So like we came, like we're the Muslims and like we're the Mughals that came to the subcontinent um, from, you know, we're Mong, like I think my grandfather, like there were parts of the Mongols that came to the subcontinent or we came in from Iran and like came into India, into that area. And then like, you know, so there's always this movement regardless of where you would say. So he then, you know, so my dad then himself like migrated to Toronto um, and he's that was a stepping stone. He was only there for three years um, because, you know, the immigration laws had changed in Toronto. So I tried to capture how, you know, he went from this tropical warm. It was green and, and blue to this like urban jungle Toronto. I mean, maybe not as crazy as it is today, but like 
still was a lot more urban. It was cold. And and he'd always tell this story of like, it didn't matter. Like it didn't matter if you went left or right. And like, everything was different. Like he just got there and he, he was focused. He had a target in mind. You know, he needed to get his family out of poverty. He was the eldest of eight and he, he was just focused on like building himself up. And so the third painting is mostly about Toronto. And then the fourth is he, the immigration laws changed for the United States and he was able to like come to New York and he came to Poughkeepsie, New York. And we, that's where he then in 72 got married, brought my mom from Graji, Pakistan. Um, he went back to Graji, brought my mom here um, to New York and raised, had children in New York, was in New York for uh, 25 years or so, um, and then got transferred to Raleigh, North Carolina, which is, you know, is where he then passed in 2020. And the part of the thing is what I found was that part of this journey that I called my father's journey, it's like became part of my journey, just like unraveling a lot of this, like just didn't realize how much of it was myself coming out through it. And, you know, so I got a little stuck in Raleigh because the whole me going down South from New York was hard, but the last piece is like the, his legacy, you know, he, he did leave grandchildren behind and like, you know, all of the parts and pieces of, um, of what he taught us is in that legacy piece. So that's the fifth piece that's, that's in there. So. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. It's, it's a, an amazing story. Um, so how did your family react to seeing this exhibit? Um, so my family, I mean, they're, they were generally kind of quiet. They, they didn't have like, they, they're very supportive of my artwork. Like my dad, the irony is my dad used to paint as well. Um, but his stuff was always realistic. Like he always had a very realistic take on artwork. Um, you could tell like what you're looking at, you know, you'd be like, okay, that's a house. Mine is extremely abstract. Um, and so he and I would always just argue back and forth about like, you know, he's like, well, what am I looking at? And I'm like, well, your blues are wrong. And um, I mean, in terms of for my family, like my family now, I, you know, they, my sister-in-law was very supportive. Like my mom is, they're supportive of it. And, um, I think they got stuck on Toronto. Like we all got stuck on Toronto. Cause I think we didn't really understand or experience it. Um, but they were just supportive of the idea that I was in a gallery. I think they, the idea of my father's journey, I think they were very quiet. I think it's still very raw for us. Um, three years in, um, we actually don't discuss like, like, you know, now that you're saying it, I'm not even sure if you like, we don't really talk about our feelings or we don't like, you know, express ourselves enough, um, especially as Muslims or as, you know, it's just something that you don't like talk about. Um, it's just, it's an abstraction, actually. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's the the truth is it's, it's an abstraction and and that's just how like we all are. We don't really express ourselves. Right. Um, that's an interesting point. And I kind of want to touch more on that later in, in a broader sense. Um, but really, I want to ask you about, you know, you, you as you mentioned, your, your art is abstract. And to me, honestly, 
I, I love art personally and I do love abstract art. I don't know what it is. Like I, I like I like doing abstract art honestly myself. Um, so just tell me about that process, you know, what that's like for you, why you're so drawn to this type of medium. So for me, I don't know something about the realistic art. I mean, I, I started in like doing like realistic, like, so I am an architect by profession. And so, I mean, I draw stuff like I've been, I mean, I have to build buildings, right. And I'm on the commercial side, but doing layering of colors and like, just evoking emotion like i think just being more cerebral or like pulling giving yourself that allowing yourself to i don't know i'm allowing yourself to be a little more creative in what you see or like i, I like my stuff to have i'm trying to look at one of my paintings here like just just show you like motion through it or like to see what you like have your eye move with the painting and not just get stuck or be static. Like for me to like, look at a painting, I I've always used to always go into a museum and look at how a brush stroke was put on. Even if it was a realistic painting, I always wanted to understand the brush stroke. I always wanted, and that's what postmodern um, artists are is it, it's all about movement. And so for me, movement has always been more exciting. Like that's what's more dynamic for me. And abstract art and especially postmodern abstract art is layering. And even in architecture and design school, I used to always just layer my designs. Um, and even in modern architecture, the more layering, the more exciting, like I think architecture is. So, um, and especially like the work that I've always done, like I've always loved Georgie O'Keeffe, like her colors have always been exciting. And I moved on to Mark Rothko, which were then his composition and like his geometries were exciting, which then I moved into like Jas Jackson Pollock, which, which I know people are just like, what is this? But like, if you look at just how like the movement is. And so I think I've just now created something like through the three of them, like I've just moved into something. Um, I, it's just, it's just more exciting. I don't know why it's just more, just more dynamic to me, you know, but then there, the, there's some abstract paintings that you look at. You're just like, yes, you seriously are just like, what? Like there is, there, there's still, there's still a richness to certain abstract art. Like you can tell a difference between some that just are not right. Do you know what I mean? Have you like seen enough where you're just like, there's some are not right. Like if they're not layered enough. Right, right. Or if they're not thought through or if they're not composed, you can't just throw it up on a wall. And I, it's, I'm, I'm sorry that I'm like, maybe I should have prepared a little bit more. I didn't like, right. But like, it's a natural composition that you have to have. You can't just throw it up on a wall. Yeah, I think that's interesting hearing from you because you are that's uh, my take on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like I was saying. I think it's interesting hearing from you because you are by profession, as you mentioned, an architect. So maybe that's kind of um, you know where you get that you wanted to have structure, but you know, be be fun and creative at the same time. Um, so can you speak more about that dynamic, you know, um, kind of where does your passion for painting lie in your life, you know, um, can you know, compare it to your career? Cause you do have such an ambitious career. I think it gives you freedom. 
I think it allows you to be free. I think it allows, I, I think it gives you, as an architect, you have so many other constraints, right? To put a building together, you've got like, not just a client, you've got all of the things that have to work to put a building together. Um, in an art piece, it's just you. You are the sole creator. You are the sole mind. Um, you are in full control and in full power. Um, it sounds a little arrogant, but quite honestly, like it's your piece. Um, you don't have to put lighting or HVAC or, you know, doesn't have to have structure to it. It, it is like your sole creation. Um, yeah, it, it, it's you got full autonomy when you're doing your own artwork. Um, it has no rules, which is kind of crazy. Like you could be a rebel when you're doing your artwork. Now yeah. that you're like pulling this information out of me, I'm like, yeah, you could be a rebel doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so kind of going back to, um, you know, the, the Muslim community and how they, how they view art. Um, do you think that it is given the proper appreciation, the proper respect? Um, can you speak to that? I don't know if the Muslim community would understand this particular style of art um, in that now that I've called it this rebel art, because maybe the Muslim community is going to go more towards the calligraphy um, and an abstract calligraphy work version of it. Like now there is, you know, Al Sayed is like an abstract calligraphy artist. So I think he's being appreciated for sure. But this is like full on abstract art. Um, you've seen like my pieces, right? So that's, it's just, I don't know if the Muslim, I know that there's a lot of my, my friends or like my friend circle is definitely appreciating it. But does, you know, is the average auntie or, or you know, someone getting it um, or appreciating it, you know, understanding it? Like even my own mom, doesn't always like she supports me, but she doesn't always see it. <laughs> you know, it's like I told her about Karachi and then she's like, okay, my brothers, they do see it, but yeah, they see it. Like one brother is definitely like more into it versus the other. Uh, one sister-in-law, like, yeah, she's definitely more into it versus the other. So it, it's, it's a matter of taste and that's the difference between art and even architecture, like I like more modern architecture. Like I, my house is mostly like white or something. Some people like very traditional, like colonial style architecture or something. So it's just a matter of taste, you know? Um, and so I think the Muslim community might be more on the traditional side. Um, and are they ready for the, like the contemporary modern take on it i'm not sure so what do you hope people um get from your art you know what kind of message are you trying to portray or feelings are you trying to invoke all my first commissions like all my commissions have been like muslim like my friends and like muslim people so it's not like i haven't had like, like my supporters have been muslims um so i think like the young muslim i think it's like the older generation that i don't think like always gets it um they always like are trying to find something like what can they relate back to it like they're always trying to look for something in it and i always i don't feel like you always need to look for something in it i think you just have to 
I want them to just to have a feeling like they just it, it just needs to like evoke an emotion from it like you know have some sort of joy from it you know like be I I've had like the patrons who've bought my pieces I want them to be able to just look at it and just get lost in my work and because I can literally stare at it and I always find something new in it or I always like I always look at something and I, I get lost into like a stroke, like into a piece of like, I, I enjoy like how, um, so I don't use brush brushes. I use palette knife and I recently have been using, um, Hanes men's undershirts. I know. And like, I use like different types of tools to like create like the texture just to get it right. Um, like sometimes a brush, a brush doesn't really do what I need. Like some, I don't know, that's just my style. Um, so I started out with like doing the palette knife, like ever since I started selling, like as a child, I of course used a brush and like, as you grow and, and start developing, like you start using other stuff and I, I'm, I'm experimenting with different things, but, um, yeah, but like, I enjoy looking at how the texture is coming out with like the different type of materials. So I, I would want people to like enjoy that um, and not be so literal because I think we all live like I want you to fantasize about the colors and fantasize about what's happening. Right. In, in the painting. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. I, I, that's why I love art. Um, yeah. Thank you for that. And then so what do you hope for your art in the future? Do you want to continue doing exhibits? Um, you know, are you going to try to? Yeah, I, um, I don't, I, I definitely want to be doing more exhibits. I do want to have more sales for sure. Um, but it doesn't need to be merchandised. Um, it doesn't need to go full on commercial. I really would love to get into like the Aga Khan museum. I mean, he, is a supporter of architecture as well and an architect and um me you know growing into that um you know and honestly I'd love to like be in the MoMA or something you know I know that sounds really ambitious but I there was something really special to be on a white wall um you know I've had over I think over 50 40 50 commissions but that one piece that I came up with, the last piece, the legacy piece that I did out of like, you know, it's been really hard losing dad. It's it's losing your, losing a parent. Um, nobody will tell you and I'll tell you, it, it has been the worst thing in, in your life. It is, I don't think anyone prepares you. You can't be prepared, even if I were to tell you and God forbid, like I want you, you know, hold on to your parents as close as possible. But um it has been the worst experience of my life. And I've been through a lot of other stuff and losing him has been just the worst thing. And um, the last piece that I did was act, the last piece that's in the ex exhibit was the first piece I did. Um, and I called it legacy and I did, and it's a dark, it's got the dark background with these curl, uh, these swirls and um, which are bright, neon pink with um and you know a friend of mine called it uh she's you know she thinks i'm she's like you were that baby girl and um you know i'm the oldest out of the three of us but 
and he's like embracing you. And, you know, then there's like these darker red strokes coming out and that you're fighting like growing up and, you know, you're fighting like you're, and I mean, he left his children, like, you know, I'm well into my forties and, and, you know, he, he left his children very well established. So it's not like he just, you know, we were, he was done. Like his job was done. Um, but I forget where I was going with that, but basically I just, the idea of putting it in a museum or putting it on a white, like it meant something more than, um, selling. It just, I just want, I just, when I finished that piece, which was, and I, I paint very dark uh, into the middle of the night, like that's just a very old uh, design school habit of like painting until two in the morning. Um, and I was like, I just, I just want this on a white wall, you know, not just in the living room. So there's something special about that. Thank you for joining us this week. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at American Muslim Today. If you'd like to read more about this story and access more digital content, feel free to check out our website, AmericanMuslimToday.com. We'll see you next week on The Muslim Viewpoint.